Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Stuff My Sister Says. I'm Kiana. And I am Kritzia. And I'm so, and we're so glad that you decided to join us this week again for this double header episode. We promised you guys two uh, episodes this week, so we are finally going to pull through for y'all. Yeah. And do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. I'm... I have so much energy today because my mom blew out my hair and like I feel so different when I have straight hair because I've been wearing my curly hair for like months upon months like straight and it's sometimes nice to like have a break and be like oh like alter ego and like I'm sorry curtain bangs I know I've said this before but I've been had her yeah because my mom loves that cut on me because again I have like thin hair whatever makes my hair look fuller y'all know the deal but yeah um Welcome back. <laughs> Ritz, um, you're better at introducing the No, show. I'm not. Yes, I just, yes. I'm always so proud when you decide to start the episode. Um, this week, again, <clears throat> thanks for coming back and coming back uh, every week. We see you guys. Uh, this week, we want to talk about confidence. And again, another vague topic. Where will we go with this? <laughs> who knows? No, literally, we'll who see. knows? No, literally, we don't even know where we're going to go with this, but we just... We uh, write a script and then we're like, Whoop. yeah, we write a script and then we just say, mm, we don't really need it. Let's just start talking yeah. and hope for the best. So yes, we are going to be talking about confidence this week. But before we get into that, let's start with everyone's favorite segment. Stuff on my mind. We need Stuff a on my mind. My mind. We need a jingle. Uh, yes, editor. No, we are going to get copyrighted by the Fairly Odd Parents. Okay. It's not. It's not the Fairly Odd. It's Phineas and Ferb. Oh, that's too young. That's too young. That's true, that's true. true. Um, So this week on Stuff on Our Minds, we're both going to be talking about something a little (laughs) news related. Not news related. It is. I think think Stuff on Our Mind is going to be our news segment. Okay, I'll just start with, should we do light and heavy topic? Let's do heavy topic first then. It's not heavy. More you, want, th- you want me to start? Yeah, because mine isn't really like yours is, news. Yours doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, but, it does. you know, she was. In the world of business, it makes yes, sense. Yes, yes. Okay, but in other news, it's I'm going literally to... named something. Okay, but wait and see. Okay. Wait and listen. All right. All right. Are you, are you okay? I'm good. I'm, 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 oh my God. I'm ready. <laughs> Great. My brain just. So, um, exciting news for New York, <clears throat> depending on, you know, what your status is. What your status is. New York is not going to require proof of vaccination. And the thing is, when they say proof of vaccination, it's not even two doses. As long as you have one, you're fine. Okay, we like the f- a fine print. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to do indoor dining and other indoor activities, it's going to start August 16th and will be in force September 13th, which is around the time when schools and offices are supposed to be reopening. Um, I love it. Yeah, I'm not excited about offices reopening. And uh, from the New York Times, quote, on Monday, uh, de Blasio stopped short of reinstating an indoor mask mandate, even as large urban areas, including Los Angeles County and San Francisco and Washington, and at least one state did... Not you finding the quote and not reading it. I literally did copy paste, and this doesn't make sense. No, let me see it. On Monday, Mr. de Blasio stopped short of restraining an indoor mask mandate, even as large urban areas, including Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Washington, and at least one other state did so. Like, he was saying how oh, no. okay. other cities were 
requiring the mask mandate again. And he said no. And he was just He said like, it. Let's no. take a step further. I mean, it's weirdly worded. It's worded. Okay. I, I'm glad that my... I was like, I know my brain is not yeah. crying right now. Yeah. Um, again, so he said he wanted to focus on increasing vaccination rates and was concerned that requiring everyone to wear a mask will remove an incentive for those who are considering getting vaccinated now. Yeah, because vaccination for, like, everyone, uh, for government officials is, like, top priority. Right. They, um, sorry to take up years. No, no, segment, no, please. But, uh, they followed, um, in France's footsteps. Because mm-hmm. France was basically like, you know what, F this. Um, we're not allowing you to go to museums, any cultural events, indoor dining. You can't any, participate in real you life. You can't participate in real life. And Unless you're there vaccinated. was a huge uptick of people. I'm pretty sure they said a million. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. But I know it was a lot of people, though. And honestly, go for it. I mean, I feel like it works in our state because we're a more liberal state so Mm -hmm. i feel well new york city is more liberal i'm not going to say all of new york state is liberal so it works for us but it's going to be very interesting if like president biden says anything about this Mm -hmm. he tries to enforce anything like we're definitely the guinea pig of this vaccine passport or whatever however you want to label it um but to go back to france really briefly it's interesting though that you had all these people sign up but there's a lack of vaccine. So everybody that wants to be vaccinated can't be vaccinated because there's not enough supply. Yeah. Which, you know, that's for us, we are actually throwing away vaccines yeah. instead of, you know, it going into people's arms. Yeah. So it kind of sucks that there are people who want to get vaccinated, yeah, but, but because of supply, they can't. Yeah. And, you know, it isn't fair for them to you know, these restrictions to go up and it's like, Hey, it's not that I don't want the vaccine. It's that we literally do, don't have them. Yeah. That's a, ter- like, like that sucks. No, absolutely. You know, especially in like third world countries too. Like even in DR, when we would talk to family in DR, yeah. like vaccination rates are not even half of what they are here. And it's crazy. This is what we always say. Like we're so spoiled. We always have just as a country, we have so much more access than other countries mm-hmm. in a lot of things. And it's still like, eh, like, I don't want to. Like, yeah, I have it, and we are actively throwing away vaccines yeah. and other third it's, world It's countries. the same thing with, like, food waste, right? Yeah. Um, if it's not, like, aesthetically pleasing. Like, we have just, we just have the choice. And it just sucks in, like, times like this where these vaccines can't get to, to people who really want them or need them. But, but now, y'all don't got a choice. At yeah. least not in New York. Right. Um, so... My thoughts on this is I personally am tired of talking about COVID. I'm sure everybody is tired of talking about COVID. But what I mean when I say I'm tired of talking about COVID, I'm tired of giving anti-vaxxers or, yeah, anti-vaxxers a platform and uh, any more space in my brain and in my heart. I no longer, like, if you don't want to get vaccinated, don't tell me about it. And I am no longer asking about your status or anything like that because you don't care. And and I'll actually, see you nowhere because yeah. you're not going to be in the and I'll same, see you res- nowhere. Yeah, same restaurant. I will see you nowhere. And you know what? I don't care if you think this isn't like an infringement on your right it's, or, or things like that. They actually are hurting other people who are being responsible by stopping life going back to normal because they're not getting vaccinated. Exactly. So I'm like, you're... So they, if we're going to do that, that that Draw route, two. Reverse. Reverse. Yeah. You're infringing on my rights. You're infringing on my rights like, to go and be free and, and live. eat in a restaurant because you don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Now, I understand that there are people like your friend who literally cannot get that needle inserted into her because she is allergic to, to nickel. The, to nickel. So she needs like a literal golden I needle. get that. That I there understand. There are exceptions. There are Absolute, definitely exceptions. Absolutely. But if you are just blatantly 
I saw this tweet and I said, right. People drink vitamins every single day. That aren't even FDA approved? They aren't FDA approved. <sighs> People. Yes. You know. It's that. It's the, that for me. It, the joke is always like, oh, you know, you're like, you're doing ketamine. But like, it, you know, like, no, 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 no. Let's bring it down to like very normal, like normy things that everyday people do because not everybody does ketamine. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's some. Drug. I just know that it's a song on TikTok, <laughs> ketamine, and then ketamine. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, people take vitamins every day. None of that is FDA approved. All these like fat loss teas and and pills and stuff that you take that's gonna make you skinny. None of that is FDA approved. You know, a lot of the food that you eat, a lot of the meat at Taco Bell is probably not even FDA approved. Yeah. And yet you consume it. Yeah. You know, cigarettes, all these Let's different... Let's not bash Taco Bell because... No, I'm not going to bash Taco Bell. We want a sponsorship we do from want a... Taco Bell. I, I would love a sponsorship. I would love to be the face of the next uh, Nacho Fry launch. <laughs> I'm literally there every two to three days. It's That's embarrassing. Disgusting. No, That's embarrassing. Gross. They really... Those nacho fries, though, they were really doing something with it. They have a burrito mm-hmm. nacho fry. Did I just say a burrito nacho fried taco? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that taco bell's doing. It's scrambling fri- your brain. Yeah, a nacho fried burrito. No fire. And then you get a side of cheese and chips. And to you use like the dip cheese it? to dip the burrito in. Wow. That's. Yeah. Wow. No free promo, actually. I Actually, <laughs> like, America's hilarious. Because where, where else would you get a burrito stuffed with fries with a side of cheese and Fake you cheese. know, fake cheese. Oh, non FDA approved cheese. Non FDA approved cheese. Chemical cheese. The cheese. It's not. It shouldn't even be called cheese. Yeah. You know, like Landa Lakes. Yeah. It's not Landa Lakes cheese. It's cheese product. No, no, it is cheese product. It's cheese product. So that means that it doesn't have enough dairy to be considered cheese. To literally, yeah. And I know. people eat that every single day. Every single day, craft singles. <laughs> See, this is why it was so good that we watched that um, history documentary. Mm-hmm. And about like craft wars, like mm-hmm. all those different yeah, types of yeah, wars. Yeah, yeah, super interesting. Um, Don't tell me the oh. fact left your brain. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, it was. You I have, was seeing, you have 0.5 was, seconds I to know, figure it out. I was seeing a TikTok that it was like people in America, the marketing here is literally so weird because we lean towards like all like all real cheese or all natural cheese or real cheese or like why are we promoting that like shouldn't it be real cheese and oh this is what i was gonna say craft cannot call itself cheese because it doesn't contain enough i don't know like cheese product or something to literally be called cheese like the craft singles yes the all-American yeah. cheese staple, staple cannot... Yeah. Let's talk about this really quick. I actively remember, as a child, eating purple <laughs> chicken nuggets. Like, the inside of my chicken nugget was purple. I have such a vivid memory. With sweet and sour sauce. And I, I remember when I went to the Dominican Republic. And when I tell you this memory, I... Play by play, we were going through the drive-thru, and on the a big sign, it literally said, in Spanish, now with real white meat. Yeah, it's huh? You were eating um the bones. And I all was that eating bone up. and crushed up garlic. <laughs> growing up with sweet and sour sauce. With sweet and sour sauce, and playing in that stinky playpen <laughs> and living my life. This is all to say that Americans <laughs> consume so much fake crap. Yeah. That <clears throat> the vaccine is the last thing you need to. The vaccine is the last thing you need to worry about. Like worry about. I don't know. Um. Just not. I don't know. Just, I, just not that the vaccine is gonna kill you. And 
there, then there's the other <clears> one because, of course, <throat> like as soon as this news came out, like it came out today when we we're recording, and you know, of course, I go on Twitter and TikTok just to see what the peeps are saying, and people, of course, are saying, "Oh my God, like it's infringing on our rights. Like yeah. we're going to start rioting. Like there's going to be a civil war." And I have to laugh. I have to laugh because I'm like, most of you don't even vote, yeah. and most of you <laughs> don't even get up off your ass to protest about not having a livable wage, yeah. about not having health insurance. You people get upset at the such thing. mundane things when this country is literally crumbling at the seams, failing infrastructure, a hundred companies are destroying the planet, but it's a vaccine that you say is going to cause revolution in this country. It's crazy. This country is never going to revolutionize because we are lazy. Like, yeah. y'all barely go to the gym. Y'all can't even breathe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's giving very and all you know, bark, no bite. And you know why they can't breathe? Because they're eating that crab singles cheese. <laughs> they're like, eating that crab cheese. It's, either, it's, it's we, actually really good. It's because we deep fry donuts. No, it's and no, we deep fry Oreos. We deep fry Oreos. Twinkies. And we don't fix our food deserts. <gasps> but who said that? But who said that? That could be whatever. No, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Not whatever, but. Yeah. So, New York. Issues that we should be riling up for. With. So New York, um, I mean, I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated I am gonna go and do and live, live my, my life, life, yeah, with my proof, yeah. And, and it can't even say like, like access again with this vaccine. They're giving this vaccine to everyone. Like you come up, they're giving you a hundred dollars to get the vaccine. Like literally, they're giving you like Krispy Kreme free donuts. Like I literally was looking up. I just got my vaccine. What can I get? What for perks free? can like, I get? Literally, like what can I get? It's actually hilarious. So, yeah. The the issue is, it's not a lack of vaccine. It's a lack of education, a lack of empathy, a, a lack of... You know what we need to do? We need to take these people who don't believe in COVID and put them in hospitals. And just see people, like, dying in the ICU and all these things. And maybe... And even then, they'll honestly, find, they'll, they'll find, find a way. Yeah. They'll, say, they'll say it's a hoax. Anyways, we've dragged this on comp- too long. Hey, New York... We out. Get, yeah. We outside. We outside. All right? And that that's that on that. Right. So, Kenna, what's been on your mind? Um, The chicken wars. What does that this mean? This is why it's so funny. So, I don't have, like, exact dates or whatever, but I know everyone remembered that Chick-fil-A, you know, was popping always on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. And they basically had the best chicken sandwich. And then Popeye's came out of left and was like, wait. Popeye's made a chicken sandwich that had people waiting but online. But this is what I'm talking about. I don't know if Popeye's this is... had a chicken sandwich where there was a shooting. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there was a no. shooting in the Bronx <laughs> over this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Like, people were, were hoarding this. No, and selling it. And selling it yeah. on, like, eBay. T- like, tenfold they made their money back. Like, <laughs> they made so much profit. But anyways, so then Popeye, Popeye's was like, nah, like, don't worry, we're about to dethrone you. And that's when the whole To Chick-fil-A. Yes, that's the when the whole Twitter fight feud came out, and they basically built up hype for their new chicken sandwich. Okay. And that's why everything was selling out, because, you know, all this anticipation made online. Great marketing tactic, by the way. Yeah. Super cheap. Um, whatever caused this super high surge of people wanting to try this chicken sandwich and being like, wait does Chick-fil-A have a competitor? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying, like, the Popeye's chicken sandwich was so much better than the Chick-fil-A, depending mm-hmm. on who you ask. Right. And the changing diets of Americans, you know, we used to consume so much beef, and now there was kind of this turn after World War II to chicken. It became more accessible. 
um, you know, with animal farming. So this wasn't just like two days ago. No, no, no. The chicken wars happened like a year ago. But I'm just saying the diet of people changed because factory farming uh, became more advanced. You know, they had more growth serums to put in animals. Delicious. More antibiotics, things like that. So whatever. It became cheaper to purchase chicken than it was beef. I digress. So then McDonald's, Burger King, and Taco Bell were like, wait, wait, wait. Like, we need to get into these quote-unquote chicken wars. Um, Because who remembers, like, McDonald's was never known for their chicken sandwich. Burger King, you know, was known for their Whopper. And Taco Bell just really wants to get in on it. So McDonald's set aside a whole campaign also kind of being like, we have a chicken sandwich. And then Burger King recently came out with the chicken. Mm -hmm. Then um, McDonald's came out with a chicken, um, their version of a chicken sandwich. Um, and then Taco Bell came out with a naked chicken chalupa taco, which mm-hmm. was basically like fried chicken as the taco shell. Mm-hmm. I hope that's what it's called. That's actually so disgusting, but keep going. No, but... This so they're is, just going to so, take a fried chicken and then stuff it with like lettuce No, tomato? I think it already came out. It was literally uh, like the shell is fried chicken and then they put everything else in it. That okay. was their version of trying America. to get into the chicken wars. Yeah. And you know what? With I all this about Taco Bell because Taco Bell was always no, like Taco Bell be inventing stuff. But with my train <laughs> of thought, Taco Bell breakfast. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. No, wait, that's really di- disgusting. But we're digressing. We're digressing. Okay. You know my thought process yeah. only goes, you know, so far. <laughs> so Go. far with my limited vocabulary. But yeah, with all this to say, it's just a great marketing tactic on all these companies because it's like Popeyes started it. But now everyone's like trying, trying to get catch in up. it and trying to get market share. I forgot Wendy's. Wendy's was also like super sassy on Twitter also after Popeye's um, released their sandwich. And now you have all these this free promo with on YouTube videos, people trying all these different types of chicken sandwiches, what chicken sandwich is better. And that's basically the chicken wars. Um, I'm going to actually link a video that I think CNBC made on the chicken wars. And when I saw that video, I was like, Like, these companies are really going head-to-head to to have the best chicken sandwich. I mean, obviously, I think anything, if you're a big company, you're always trying to come out with a new product, and you're always trying to be number one. It is all about money, and I think it's so interesting, like, me being active on Twitter and, like, seeing how quickly, like, you can be trending at 6 a.m. and by 8 a.m. It's so, the it happens so quick. So I, like The I, turnover is so fast. Twitter's turnover rate is actually insane. Like, I actively remember in college, like, when all these different memes came out, like the Arthur Fist meme, when I yeah. tell you, that lasted, it, that lasted for two hours and then it was gone off the internet. And like, if you caught it, you caught it. And I remember the only reason why I caught it is because like, I, just happened to be up at that time mm-hmm. and I was on Twitter scrolling laughing hysterically but by like 8 30 it's on to the next topic yeah so it's really interesting that companies now you know are really in with tune. the trends yeah and like I'm assuming it's like young interns because I'll go and I'll read these tweets and I'm like there is no way an older millennial is writing these tweets no absolutely like it's not. a gen z or it's like a like someone your age like yeah. millennial gen z or because some of the stuff that they say is entirely too funny yeah it's entirely too funny yeah. to be an older person like no, there's yeah. no way and yeah these these companies are so smart because you literally go on twitter start a feud and start a movement yeah like 
the Popeyes fiasco, when I saw that there was a shooting, it was either a shooting or a stabbing. If I can find this article, I'm there were going multiple to... shootings and stabbings. Oh, for, for a Popeyes sandwich. Like, Chicken this sandwich. country is Spicy banana. and mild. This country is wild. Yeah. Dog or light meat. Yeah. You know? But, like, yeah, that's really interesting. The like way so that, like, marketing and food and, and trends and fake products, real products, vaccines, lots of things are on our mind. Yeah. It's It's... We hope you enjoyed this segment. This was... Very chaotic. This was a chaotic segment. Okay. So, moving right along into another bleak environmental fact of the week. Oh, wow. I forgot it was my turn again. Wow. Um, kind of sad news, I guess. I feel like it's always sad because we're just literally burning. Literally burning. I saw this TikTok that gave me so much climate anxiety, and that's basically... Should we share that? Do we want to give people climate anxiety? Like, no. But, like, I'm still going to share my facts. All right, so... So, you've been warned. Warned. Warned? Warned. See? Like, okay. I saw a TikTok that gave me, like, a lot of climate anxiety, and climate anxiety is basically anxiety rooted from, like, climate change and how we might not be able to... I couldn't have figured that out. That's crazy. Okay, but I'm just saying to fix it in time. And how, like, you know, there's going to be more plastic than fish. How the earth is basically going to be able to survive, but we're the ones who is going to die. Like, it's, it. it's crazy. But, um, yeah, to further heighten that anxiety, so you've been warned, if you want to just fast forward a little, you can. Um, the Amazon region is starting to emit more carbon than it actually absorbs. Yes. So the significant part of the world's largest tropical forest has started to emit more CO2 than it actually absorbs. The southeast is worst affected, says scientists, with higher rates of tree loss and an increasing number of fires. Temperatures have risen by three times the global average during the hottest months, right? So areas of our planet that absorb more carbon from the atmosphere, for example, in the form of this uh, greenhouse gas CO2, than they store are known as sinks or carbon sinks. Same thing, the ocean was recently discovered to be a carbon sink because all that algae is taking the CO2 from the air. So that's why oceans are also so important. And it's just with this to say if we don't take care of you know that amazon it's going to be super hard to fight climate change and if we keep going at the rate that we're going the amazon actually is going to change landscape and going to turn into a savanna so we're going to lose so much biodiversity that we have there the weather's going to be completely different we're not it's not going to be super abundant with water it's just very bleak bleak and sad um, we still have time to fix it, but under the Brazilian administration right now, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. So, that's the environmental fact of the week, or just some news for you guys to stay informed. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Love that. I just always love, and I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the previous episode, how we just, you know... No resources, no helpful, you know. People think we can eat um, money, and that's not the case. People think that we there can, like, a... not breathe, like, we yeah. need air. No, yeah. I don't know how people <laughs> think we survive. Like, you guys drink water every day, right? You guys yeah. eat? Yeah. You guys breathe, right? Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. <sighs> I guess I, I should enjoy these last breaths that I'm no, going to be literally, taking. As I take a sip of water with a bunch of microplastics. Right. I <laughs> cannot believe the water wars are coming i better enjoy this cooking water cheers 
Isn't it? it so crazy? Like, we literally bottle water. And we pay and for sell it. it. <laughs> sell it. When it became a freaking commodity, a trading commodity. Yeah. The world's over. I was like, huh? Like, this is a... Guys, this... I'm delirious right now. Like, it's... I'm sorry. It's 8 o'clock. I'm showing our asses. This is why I can't speak right now. Okay, so should we stop or are you okay? No, no, no. We can continue. I'm just Okay. Saying. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, of course. It's always the same crap. Like, we're trading water. We're trading water. It's cute. Trade cattle, trade gold, whatever. Water? Water? Yeah. Yeah. If that doesn't show you something, then wake up. Right. But again, you want to riot for vaccines, but you're not, you know. Rioting for lack of water that we're going to have in a few years. Right. The West is dry. But we digress. Anyways. Welcome to the our topic right so again we're going to be talking about confidence this week and or this episode and um again kiana and i were just talking kiana being a social media mogul you know not a mogul you know on instagram and always <coughs> having to uh show her face and kind of always just be on it keeping on with the trends i thought it would be really interesting to talk about that and then kind of reflect on our own self-confidence journey yeah but before we begin as always we'd like to just you know kind of give a description and like what is confidence and and kind of give our own definition so kiana on our uh busted up script i wrote a little something (laughs) can you read that those little lines for us What our definition of confidence yeah. is. Yeah, so what is confidence? Confidence is the faith you have in yourself. You trust yourself enough to make choices, to take on tasks, and to be your authentic self. I'm so proud of myself that I read that without any error. I'm proud of you too, but do you, when we talk about confidence, yeah. right, I think it's, I think it's interesting. Because you think like, okay, like... <clears throat> I'm confident. Like, I believe in myself. Like, I am great. I am everything. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I'm stressed. I am not blessed. <laughs> <laughs> but how did we get there? How did we get there? And I think just for reference, again, Kiana, you're 23. I'm 28. Yeah. So obviously our journeys of confidence are very different. I have, you yeah. know, a couple of years on you. So it's obviously going to be different. But as your older sister, I've always felt that you've always been very confident, like out the womb. But maybe that maybe that isn't so. So do you, do you want to start being the younger, perfect, flawless just child? Stop, stop. Um, like, do you see it significant? Because yes, let's, I mean, let's I think about it. it. Like, it's really what middle school, high school, and like college. Yeah. So. I always trusted my ability to get things done and to do things. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never scared to try something new or just, you know, he- go into something head on and be scared to fail, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that could go into a little bit of confidence. Like, internally, I was always confident in whatever I was trying to achieve or whatever. Um, so I guess that could be seen as, like, internal confidence or whatever. But do you think that you, um, yeah, it but, was reinforced because you would always excel? Come, yeah, and things would come easily <laughs> to you? Um, I think that's because I'm a Leo. But, um, yeah, it reinforced it, definitely. I just did things and was, like, good at <laughs> like, them. Like, like every works. Yeah, like, everything. Like, sports, education, like, friends at the time, um... So I guess that reinforced it, but physically, mm-hmm. like, again, I think it's because I, my, my school was super, 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 super diverse, absolutely. Like, I had friends of all different backgrounds, Races, religions, re- religions, all this, everything, right? yeah. But I wasn't a white girl. 
you know, and still, I guess at that time, like, white, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade, like, white girls were very, were seen as the it girl. It, it's like the running joke, it's like, uh, were you ugly, or did you yeah. just go to a predominantly white school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went through a phase, though, that I wore a side-swept bang. <laughs> Eighth grade or eight, no, it was eighth grade, eighth to ninth grade or whatever. I really thought I was killing it. <laughs> like, I really thought. We need I, to find a picture of that and post it and on the, our. And my glasses that I had on were these scoop, not square, rectangular glasses. No one can tell me anything. Like, and we mean nobody. No, no one. Because I tried helping so her. So my confidence really through middle school and all that was really. Stop freaking tear. Like, not me walking around a little freaking Dominican girl with a side sweat puppy bang with rectangular glasses. Like, what was I doing? Like, who told me? And then I had, like, thick eyeliner under my under eyes. Exclusively. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Like, it was really a mess. And then I guess in ninth or tenth grade, I realized, like, whoa, Kiana, like you looked crazy, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe that's where my confidence like dipped a little bit because I always knew like I was pretty. I was never like I'm so ugly, but I was. I would always compare myself to those white girls and like me and my best friend at the time. She was also Dominican, and we would always talk and be like, "Yeah, like we're not ugly, right? Like we're. I think we're pretty, like you know, and but just no one chose us basically mm-hmm. because I don't think we were that standard of beauty mm-hmm. and yeah that dug at my confidence a little bit um I got into a relationship end of high school that I I guess bought up my confidence a little mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. like oh like people do like me like you know I am you were pretty. validated not validated because I don't think I look for other people to validate me but it's just like oh maybe that is validation <laughs> yeah girl <laughs> yeah um but I was kind of like oh like yeah I was finally chose. Like, I'm worthy of being chosen. Not, but see, it wasn't even that That's like deep. A, oh, it wasn't that deep. It's heavy. not that deep. It was like, oh, like, I finally knew, like, someone would come around sort of thing. It's yeah. not like I was validated. It was sort mm-hmm. of like, I knew I was pretty. Again, maybe I didn't fit 90% of the standard of beauties. But it takes But one. someone took, not took a chance on me, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> someone... A person finally came that I knew we meshed, you know, yeah. and like it made sense. Yeah. Whatever. And then through college or whatever, again, just being in like a super diverse college campus, I was like, whoa, like I was never ugly. You know, I grew into myself. I started dressing how I like to dress. Like um, I did my curly headed journey, which yeah. was a mess for two years, but I still, you know, tried to style Jeez. my hair certain ways and stuff. But just all to say that it was stepping stones again my confidence was never like on the ground like punch me when I'm down like it wasn't like that but I think there were certain times in my life where other people I guess helped grow my confidence Mm -hmm. like again my boyfriend in high school and then like when I was in college starting my curly hair journey like Kyra was like yeah Kyra was like, Kiana, like, you have such, like, you have potential to have such beautiful curls. Like, I think you should do this or whatever. Because I always loved her hair. And she was like, don't look at me. Like, look at yourself. And those are, like, two points where I feel like it helped my confidence. It helped, like, shift into 
accepting more of, of myself of yes. your beauty and, and yeah. what you had because yeah. you've always had the intelligence and the athleticism and just the ability to do and yeah. always achieve yeah like, I need to start reading more now to extend my vocabulary mm-hmm. um but yeah thank you yeah no of course you're thank welcome you. um and we are could we could not be any more opposite yeah. because I mean I always thought my sister was pretty growing up yeah I just like never told you yeah which is like crazy but like yeah so my journey it all started the day I was born so basically <laughs> like you were a really cute baby I was an, an adorable beautiful Christy was the cutest baby of the family of like period full stop but there came a point where all great things must come to an end mm. and when mm-hmm. I tell you I went through an ugly phase I'm talking about I went through an ugly phase yeah. and nobody could tell me like oh like you're pretty no girl I was ugly and mm. I have accepted that from like about 12 to like 20. I'm going to say that. Okay, no. I think my sophomore year of college. That's when I finally like... You really have to distinguish between preteen phases that, again, kids nowadays don't go through. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay, maybe to grow your confidence. Krista, you cannot say 12 to 20. Like, you're not even at the same caliber. Like, no. 12 to 20. <laughs> no, and again, I think it... She really said what her old said. 12 to 20. Like, eight years. You know what the thing was? Again, I think it, like, ebbed and flowed, where it's, like, obviously you have, I like, like that. the... Ebbed and flowed. Like, yeah. she's clearly the reader, you know? Like, like web together. No. Like, weave together. <laughs> like, I like that. Ebbed and flowed. In the sense of, like... I like that. It was the same thing, where... You know, me just as a person in general, I was always an introvert. Like, I was a very quiet child. And, like, I never really got uh, any feedback from my peers, if that makes any oh, sense. Okay. Like, yeah, nobody yeah. would ever really say, like, Aww. one or the other. I mean, it's not really, like, a pity thing. Yeah. It's just, it was never one or the other. It was never, like, oh, Kritia is ugly. Or, like, like I was, yeah, you know, yeah. like, I wasn't. They were like, ah, you're ah, ugly as hell. Not, like, like I was just literally a wallflower. And, you know, it didn't that matter. That is so beautiful. <laughs> It's like, like a wallflower. Like, like I was the... just kind of there, Aww. and it didn't. And like it's fine. Like I don't need the pity. Like I'm really no, no, not no. Uh, for it. I know that, but it's like looking back. I was so young. Like yeah. If you had an older sister, it would like you would be so completely different because yeah. she would probably would have seen you and like helped you out. And, yeah. Like, but like there wasn't. Yeah. So there I was. So I was again more of just like a wallflower and stuff, and I never got feedback from my peers. So I never. Thankfully, I was never like bullied or, or anything yeah. like that. I was just kind of there, and I remember, you know. I transferred schools at the time and from one type of middle school to a different type of middle school to one where I was like, I was basically like two of the only like minority students and it was a predominantly white school to a middle school that was in high school that was super diverse. Um, but when I got, we to, went to the same high school. Yeah. But then when I uh, got to high school, I also started kind of the same thing. Like, you know, they were really pretty white girls, like objectively, like thinking back, like they are, they were very pretty. And, you know, you kind of just, me, I just kind of got looked over. Like, I never had a boyfriend, like, anything like that. And, again, nobody ever commented on my looks. Nobody ever commented on anything. So I kind of went through this phase where it was just, like, I didn't know where I stood with, like, my beauty. Yeah. And internally, like, I knew, like, academically, I knew what I excelled at and I knew what I sucked at. 
I knew math was like my weak point and like I kind of just put myself which I regret now kind of putting myself in that category when I was younger of like oh no like you can't do math but like I would excel in all other studies in school so you know I never drew my confidence from any of those things mm-hmm. like I kind of just skated by and did what I had to do and got to where I needed to go my confidence always relied on like my beauty because I didn't get that feedback so I never know where, knew where I stood mm-hmm. so I always was looking like where where do I stand like what and like I didn't get into a relationship at the end of high school you know I wasn't like super outgoing or anything like that so the reason why I say I was quote-unquote ugly until like 20 years old (laughs) I can't believe you said that no I'm saying that because like because wow what a face now what follow me on Instagram what Uh, a face no because at 20 like I started wearing makeup like I start I wore contacts and like I started to get attention from people and mm-hmm. from guys like I I literally realized how differently people would like come up and treat me like people were just like nice and acknowledged me and like I was like what is this you know like this is so weird so I want to say that like my confidence when I was younger and like from 20 on was very shallow and it was really like it was false because it was I relied so heavily on what other people yeah like whatever value people put on me instead of me being like oh no like I can like value myself and like I'm more than just my beauty I'm xyz and and everything you have like like, all these beautiful traits like I always say like you're so empathetic it's like amazing thank you and your ability to just like be able to sympathize with other people like to end the patience yeah well for certain things but yeah things I wish I had more of right but I can't like I can but I can't no, 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 you, you can, but let's say it like that, you can, but you can't. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like where my confidence kind of started from and like that whole thing. But, you know, now being a big old age of 23 and 28, mm-hmm. do you see yourself as more confident or more, again, you're, you're young, like you're still like going, you're going to change so much even from 23 to 28, you're going to look back and listen to this episode and be like, what the hell was I talking about? Like, I had no idea. But, like, do you feel that... That's so crazy. You've changed even, like, you know, these past three years from 20 to 23 in, like, your confidence or, like, your ability to believe in yourself or anything like that? Yeah, like, again, like, I just got prettier. (laughs) Right. No, I did. Like, I finally... Because even in college, like, I would say same thing. Like, sophomore year of college was when, like, it started turning. Like, I think junior year is when I really got, like, pretty and started being like, oh, no, Kiana. like I'm a hottie. Not even a hottie. <laughs> I don't see myself as hot. Like, right. I just th- see myself as pretty. Like, I, right. again, like, I feel like me and you don't ooze, like, sex appeal. You know how some girls are just hot? Like, they're just rawr. Like, uh, good yeah. for them. I don't, personally, I'm going to speak for myself. I, I personally don't think. Rawr. Like, you know, like, I don't think that, I think I'm a beautiful girl, but I yeah. don't think I, like, like, sex appeal, I'm just like, I'll leave it to the next, you yeah, know, because yeah. whatever. It's not my brand. But, right, it's not my brand, but I think using social media or whatever has forced me to kind of be okay with who I am, because yeah, in the Yeah, because again, you being a social media influencer mogul, like, all <laughs> these amazing things, like... I have a very your, sweet sister. The, the way that you have to work with social media yeah. and you're constantly on social media, yeah. you know, there not there a level of, 
and comparison yeah. and like yeah, but yeah. do you find yourself like comparing to yourself yeah. to other people and kind of you know being on social media longer not to like look for ideas but kind of maybe coveting what other people have yeah. or or you know yeah so I think at the beginning again just because I started basically last year now on trying to you know grow a following and a brand and like stuff like that mm-hmm. at the beginning <clears throat> I would like kind of like idolize these girls right mm-hmm. um, looking like they're living their best life or just like how do they come up with all these ideas or oh they're so pretty and like can I even be at that caliber you know because I'm just starting out like these and I'm only talking about girls with like 10k and stuff like that but they were just only 10k <laughs> Yeah, but they're still, like, considered micro-influencers, and I was kind of just like, will I ever get to their level again? Am I pretty enough? Do I have, like, am I different enough? Mm -hmm. And I think just as, like, trying to figure out my style, my brand, even getting inspiration from, like, other people, I kind of realized I have to feel confident in myself, and Mm -hmm. I need to know what works for me um, to allow more creative juices to flow because I feel like if I'm constantly comparing myself to these other people's standards, I'm never going to achieve them because I'm not them. Yeah. So I think actually being on social media has boosted my confidence so much. I know a lot of people, it does the latter. Love that, right? Yeah, wow. Um, she read an article. Where, right, where, you know, super a lot of comparison and stuff like that. But when I look now on social media, I'm just like, wow, that girl is beautiful. And I move on. I'm not like... <gasps> why can't I look like her? You know, I don't genuinely do that. If, like, she has super cool style, I'm like, oh, like, I want those pants or, like, you know, I can make something of this. So you this, find it my more of, like, a creative tool. Space now, yeah. Or yeah. I can make that my own instead of um, now comparing myself. When I was younger, again, mm-hmm. in high school, and, like, I would have these conversations with, like, my best friend at the time, like, w- I would say we would compare more. Like, we knew we were pretty, but we mm-hmm. were kind of still, like, we're not that type of pretty. Yeah, like, a, again, like, a special person has to come and, like, appreciate our beauty because we're not, quote-unquote, at that certain level of beauty, yeah. which now I look back on and I'm just like, that's so stupid. Yeah. But whatever. But like, think, it was a different time. Do you think that with the rise of, like, social media Not that now, it was a different time, but it was just No, it like, was a different time, Yeah, though. Like, the standard yeah. of beauty now, like, we say it all the time is so different it's yeah. you know now all the features like i used to be made fun of uh, oh with my, my gosh me too you know and like people would literally call them caterpillars and like make fun of my eyebrows and i vividly remember i'm pretty Cara sure I men- yeah i'm pretty sure i mentioned I this before like- in the podcast but it's just like yeah you know when it's on certain people your features all of a sudden get accepted and it's like huh? wait a second like you you were invalidating me, not me personally, but just like, but like a group, of, my, people a group in of people. But now that their features are on other people, it's acceptable. And not, like, it's just, I'm glad that you're able to look at social media as now yeah. creative and not something where you feel like you need to compare, like you need to live up to a standard or you compare yourself but to. That, again, but that was me. Like even yeah. at the beginning. No, in the way that. Yeah. They, in the beginnings of Instagram, like again, following all those girls from my high school and like from other schools, like there were mad white girls on my timeline and it's kind of like, oh, like I can't go out with like them. Like, I can't, you know, wear the clothes kind of like they wear, like have their style, like, you know. Yeah. And it was just, uh, just a lot of comparison. That's why I kind of just like, 
not kept my head down, but I was kind of just like, okay, volleyball is going to be my thing. And, like, I used to get, like, my dress inspo from, like, other white girls that I talked to in high school, which is so crazy. Instead of kind of just branching out and finding what I like, I would kind of go with what was on trend or, like, what they were wearing, kind Mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. But I can look back now and, like, understand why I was like that because that was all I was surrounded by. But now I have my own sense of style and stuff like that, and I, you know, grew from that. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Now I can look at it as a creative space, though. You were going to ask me something. I forgot. I was going to ask you something. But you but forgot, right? Yeah, I completely forgot, which is annoying. But, I mean, so you feel that your your confidence now isn't as... Like, you've always believed in yourself and that yeah, you yeah. have the ability to do and to achieve. Yeah. So, so maybe I'm the wrong person to ask on, like, how to grow your confidence or whatever. Because I I'm, mean, not really, because... Do you, you truly believe that you just innately, like, were born with, like, you've never known anything but being confident in your choices? Not in my choices, but being confident, just knowing that I'll be able to get to my, to the place that I want to be at. Yeah. You know, like, if it comes, again, in sports, education, relationships. Like, it's really crazy. Like, I want people to fully understand that my sister started on sports yeah, I that just she didn't... like my sister is a athlete in 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 her own right she is an athlete like i remember her in eighth grade freaking starting in softball and soccer in volleyball and in basketball mind yeah. you she did not play like yeah. did not play these sports before yeah. and like that's to me is a level of talent that like i truly yeah could never like yeah. I can barely just, hit a but that, but that comes from just like athleticism because yeah like genetics like yeah, I don't it's know literally genetics. I have no idea where it came from because you look at both of our parents and I'm like who's the athlete <laughs> who's the athlete <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what and then on top of that her intelligence it's just like I know on the podcast it sounds like she can't put a sentence together but my sister is very smart and when yeah. she needs to be do a task like she gets it done do do the peep. Right. Like, she gets it done. No one can format an Excel sheet like me. Right. And, like, nobody can solve um, financial statements and like bank. Me. Yeah. Should I just, like, start throwing out, like, financial buzzwords? Yeah, I guess. Be lookup. <laughs> Be lookup. A pivot table. A pivot table. <laughs> yeah, so... I guess I'm the person that's... Yeah, like, I feel like we should maybe be asking you because, again, like... I'll have... Bitch, you ain't... Ooh. Girl, you're not confident. No, I definitely, I'm the one that has to, like, that has to really build up my confidence. I would kind of just accepted what was given at the time Mm -hmm. in terms of just, like, I that sounds so effed up, but, like, I don't want to say kind of my place, but, like, again, I just knew that I wasn't the standard of beauty, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know. But I think a lot of girls at that time knew that they weren't the standard of beauty. And I was just kind of like, again, like, I'm just going to vibe out to my own rhythm. Mm -hmm. And, yes, was I comparing myself to these girls, like, sometimes, sure. But I was like, at one point I was like, I'm never going to be them. Mm -hmm. So, again, let me just stick to, like, volleyball Mm -hmm. and model congress and like all these things where it doesn't beauty it, is not beauty a factor. is not a factor i guess yeah thank yeah. you this is why we work well together so i guess like giving the question to you it's like 
do you compare yourself now on like social media? Like, do you compare yourself hmm, now? Do I compare myself in on general? The, on the because BL? she be following just bloggers. No, when I tell you, I exclusively follow beautiful people, and by beautiful people, I mean beautiful women because I think that men on Instagram are really boring. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, before I used to like really compare myself, especially with the physical. There was one point where I was like, oh, maybe I should go get lip fillers, and I walked back and I was just like um huh like no you're fine and at this point you know through inner work and everything I'm just kind of seeing myself as enough and like I know that sounds super vague but I'm just starting the process of really trusting myself and my talent and I'm when I was younger it would be more thanks it when I was younger it was definitely more about like beauty and like you know looking again for that external validation and like from men especially like kind of seeing like where they put me and yeah. like the, you know like oh the stupid like rating system like oh you're a six or you're a seven or all those things no and what is that um not to cut you off continue sorry no no no, no. I, I get that it. rating system on facebook oh no i don't know that i'm not hilarious. on facebook that facebook was, is no, when we were younger remember? oh oh yeah like for a rate or something like for a rate like what's the, <laughs> oh my god the anonymous like oh i like oh god the internet was such a crazy place yeah um, but again, I just think it's interesting because trusting, you know, your talents and trusting yourself for me was a process. Like I never had that innate, I'm amazing at everything I do. I'm going to just excel. I'm yeah. going to excel. I really did have to like put my nose down and, and like actually work to, I really had to work to, to get those accomplishments that like just came to you very naturally, which is why like I always admire my sister's ability to just walk into you know, a situation and like the confidence like radiates off of her while for a while I had to fake it in order to start believing it and to start believing in myself. And it was always really interesting. Like I would always have, it's not that I didn't have a good support system, right? Like I always had people around me that would say like, oh, I believe in you. Like you, you're amazing. You have all this potential. You have all these things. But like everybody telling me that didn't mean anything if I didn't believe in myself. And, yeah, so, especially during... Yeah, yeah. sorry. No, 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 go. And it's just so funny, because I would always look at my sister. My sister, I'm still going to say, is an amazing artist. She fell off, honestly. I don't know why you still do it. I would be so jealous of my sister. Like, (laughs) she would look at me, I guess, with all this confidence. Oh, she could hit a ball, whatever. But the way this girl drew and, like, with her chalk also, like, mixing colors, like, all this, I was like... Why can't I draw? And I distinctly remember in art class just me being like, why can't I draw? Like, why don't I enjoy drawing? Like, why am I like this? I Like, my sister does it all the time. Like, yeah. I just, like, distinctly remember seeing you draw all the time and being like, I'm so jealous. You and Ryan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ryan's our cousin, and they would just, like, draw together. Like, they, they had similar, like, styles, and I was just like... So, like, I'm assuming also you had confidence maybe a little in your, like, your art skills and stuff like that. Like, there were little things. No. No, I didn't even have confidence. Like, when I tell you I didn't even have confidence in my art skills. And, like, again, you, crazy. you weren't the... I, re- I remember in sixth grade, like, I drew a huge portrait of, like, Juliet. Yeah. And, you know, my art teacher put me in charge of, like, drawing her face. She's like, oh, like, you know how to draw eyes and everything so realistic. Yeah. And I remember, like, seeing it being hung in that hallway, and I was so scared at how everybody was going to react. But, you know, it ended up being, like, 
I was in I didn't sixth even grade. Know that. Yeah, no. And the thing is, like, I taught myself. Like, I used to literally draw like circles and, and rectangles, and then I started. I taught myself everything. Yeah. And like now, being older and not drawing, it, it is. I've tried like drawing again, and it's so frustrating because I can't get the lines how I used to. But I know, like, with practice and stuff. But that's all to say, like, it's been a journey, and it's still. I realize that all my internal work and stuff has really been put to the test now applying to jobs and kind of, you know, I have to start believing in my talents and I have to start believing yeah, really that I, I can, you know, get to that next level in my career and that I am capable and I'm worthy and all these things that, you know, I see you and I see a lot of other people at people who are mediocre, not yeah. saying that you are, but like people that are mediocre in these positions and like the way that they talk and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, all those people are faking it until they make it because half yeah. those people are not as smart as you and like you'd be so surprised the people who worked at Goldman Sachs like uh, JP Morgan like half these people the reason why they're there is because they have a connection. Which is but insane. But their capabilities are not at the level that they should be. It's or nepotism or things like that. Yeah. So it's once you start getting in like those different types of spaces, again, you've probably you've worked longer than yeah. you've probably met already those types of people. But I think especially in business, like when you really hear people talk, it's like, oh, like you gen- you genuinely don't know what you're talking about and then you like genuinely I don't understand how you have this job. But yeah. like anyways, to each its own. Yeah. But again, just to sum it all up, it's for me it's definitely I for me, my journey has gone from the physical to the inner beauty, yeah. from physical to beauty to inner beauty, and, yeah. and I realize that I know And then longer. that, like, exudes out also. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And, like, obviously it doesn't hurt that, like, I am... She has a good face. <laughs> and I'm easy to Yo, look at. she has a good face. Um, But I definitely, like... I quit it should be the Instagram person. <laughs> The way that face is set up. Yeah. I mean, you think that, like, my face no, is set up. No, it is. I mean, if my face was really set up, like, I'd have 5,000 followers and I don't. No, and I think you it's because I need to get a video. No, you just don't post take pictures or I know. Post. Last post, May 7th. Right. And it's, what, August. Right. But anyways, that's to say that I'm glad that my uh, confidence has shifted and I don't... I'm glad that I don't uh, value so much external validation as I do like internal validation That's and like beautiful. you know like telling myself that like no you can do it and like you have to start believing you're in yourself and like building myself up to a point that will get me to where I need to go which we know that you'll get there yeah and but like do honey, I know yeah because honey beauty fades right so yeah um I guess to wrap it up, do you have, like, any tips, like, one or two tips to, like, yeah. maybe where you can start your confidence journey if you're still think, feeling... Yeah, I think, honestly, like, top, top, top tip is fake it till you make it. I think when you have this internal dialogue with yourself and you make it more positive, you have these reinforcing habits and routines that also make you feel good that idea of like faking it till you're making it you're actually like building your reality so right in the beginning you don't believe it but now you have these positive things backing up your action and now you're kind of at this place where it's like whoa like i'm actually here like these things are accessible to me and good things can come to me and in turn when you feel good about yourself that's where the confidence i feel like comes out Mm -hmm. Another tip, just wear stuff that makes you feel good mm-hmm. and like hop on, don't hop on every trend because every trend isn't going to work for you yeah. um, just because that's just how it goes. There are some things that don't work for me. There are some things that don't work for Kritzia. I would never wear a feathered brow. Like 
too much thickness in this. Yeah, it just ever, wouldn't look good on No. Her. Yeah. So definitely have just your own sense of style, what works for you. And again, in time, I think those two things will help build your confidence. Amazing. For me, I think my two tips, one, first, let's do the physical. Um, I hate to say it, but... Name a cannon song. <laughs> <laughs> um, for the physical, invest in good skincare and good makeup. Yes. I know it's like, oh my God, that's so vain, that's so shallow. But please, I am a person that literally wore makeup every single day. And you now I'm did. at a point, I wore makeup every day. Yeah, you did. Now I sometimes go to work and I have to come back home because I, I forget to put on makeup because I just like, I'm not used to having anything on my skin. Mm. And even now I put such a, a light amount of makeup, it's like, you don't even look like you're wearing anything. Yeah. But I think we love a no makeup makeup. It's look. literally a no makeup, a barely makeup makeup look. And I think once you, you know, especially during quarantine, you were looking at yourself all the time and everything. Seeing my skin improve and seeing how beautiful I actually am, yeah, really did help my confidence. Yeah, per like I, that's something that I cannot deny. And um, to wait, so you're saying invest in good skincare and makeup, yeah. and then. For like the for the physical, like if you, I feel like when you, you but then the pandemic made you realize that like no 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 don't need makeup no 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 it made me realize like I was always looking at myself looking at myself that yeah you're right it was an incomplete thought I was looking at myself then I started investing in my skincare more I started seeing my skin like clear up and then I kind of just started looking at my features and I was like oh this is pretty and this is pretty and like where I can enhance my face with makeup because again just like clothes trends like there's certain things on my face that aren't going to look good yeah and then there are other things that like work for my face yeah you know and you know I'm lucky enough that I have like good eyebrows and eyelashes so I really once yeah. I play those things up like that's my right. face is pretty much like good to go yeah but for some people like that's not the case and like learn how to fill in your eyebrows if that's an insecurity learn how to put on fake lashes if that's something you want or don't do it at all find Things that work for you. Things that work for you and bring out your own natural beauty and you'll see that your confidence does go up. Yeah. Because I can realize now I can go into the world without makeup and feel good and with makeup and feel good. And that's always a nice thing. No, it's it's amazing to yeah. feel like, oh, finally, like I'm free. It's great. Um, and then for internal, um, for internal, I feel like there's so many things to build up your confidence. 100% putting yourself out there and giving yourself positive reinforcement yeah and like for me it's starting to really step out of my comfort zone um in different ways I know to Kiana she's probably thinking like how is this girl stepping out of her comfort zone but like in my own ways like setting up you know like fixing my resume doing all that (laughs) stuff and kind of pushing my you know like applying to jobs and stuff that's me pushing myself out of my comfort zone and like I'm telling myself like listen even if I get rejected that's fine at least you did it yeah and you know that something good is going to come you just have to put yourself out there so yeah I like kind that. of like the same thing these yeah. four tips are super helpful yeah and I, who are we to say they're super helpful i hope for y'all y'all think yeah, it's super I helpful for you guys it's, it's super helpful we always just try to make episodes where you know we don't have all the answers 
but you maybe, could take something from it yeah, and, and if, apply it to your life. If it's from the chicken wars to, <laughs> you know, the world is burning or that maybe you should get a good eyebrow pencil. Yeah. We just hope that, you know, you just take a, li- a little sun, a little loose sun exactly. away from this. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that concluded the episode. So some questions we want to leave you with is what makes you confident and what is your confidence tied up in? Does it come from accomplishments, compliments? outside factors just anything like that yeah um again we always love having a conversation on instagram so the dms are always open dms are open guys reach out to us we have another apple podcast review (laughs) these make me and kritia smile so much kritia and i smile so So much. much and this week's comment actually comes from kenneth and hi, we Kenneth. Went to, we went to school together. <laughs> um, yeah, I just found that out. Well, not just found that yeah. out. But yeah, I found that out uh, a couple of months ago. And I'm like, oh, like that's super cool. Yeah. Um, so if he's if he's your friend, he's my friend. Right, automatically. <laughs> so he said, hey, I'm Ken, first time reviewer, long time listener. Just came by to say how much I enjoy this podcast. From the banter to the mental health topics to the environmental facts to Kiana's French journey. <laughs> I enjoy it all, LOL. It's great to see a friend that I used to work with in our school radio station having her own podcast on streaming platforms keep up the great work and i always await the next episode like like honestly i'm gonna call you ken (laughs) like thank you no thank you like you definitely are always someone in our dms like giving us feedback like we always 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 read every message love every shout out try to repost you every time i see it yeah it's just like thank you so much yeah it's just like oh like people listen like, people really do listen. Like, like it's Anch- not just numbers. I know, Anchor's not lying. Like, they're really like, oh, okay. It's not um, a glitch in the system. It's really not. Yeah. I get a lot of DMs, though, of, like, people I went to, like, school with and stuff who mm-hmm. text me, like, just listen to your pod. It's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> like, my friend Tyler literally texted me the uh-huh. other day, like, uh... I didn't expect your podcast to be this good. Really? And I was like, wait, is that like a backhanded compliment? And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, it's not a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. It's just like genuinely like, wow, like I'm so impressed. Like, that's awesome. You know? And yeah, I just, I honestly get at least like two comments per week. Yeah. Just like, hey, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Just that. Like, I'm yeah. enjoying the podcast. Please keep up the good work. Yeah. Long time listener. You guys have something great. And I'm just like, oh. That's really, Like, know, that's so crazy. And, like, now we're, like, this is episode 14, right? Like, yeah, really the, quite, double, the double hitter. The double hitter. <laughs> but, like, it's it's always really, I, I just think back. I can't believe we're at 14 episodes. I know. And, like, I think about. We sat our, on this idea. For months. Yeah. And, like, the way that the first episode, I. No, no, no. I was it so. It did pop up, though. It did. But I was so nervous. I was wasn't. So, I was like, A. You had full faith. I was so, and this could be, again, like, just the way that we see our confidence in everything differently, but. Wow, full circle. Yeah. Every week, like, again, even if it's just one person just saying, like, wow, I really like this episode, or, like, wow, you. It sp- helped me. Or- it helped me or something. Like, yeah, it really did, like, that. Val- I, I know, like, I said, like, oh, don't rely on external validation, whatever the hell yeah. I said, but, like, that really did help, like push episode two three four and now we're at 14 and we're literally at 14 <laughs> like it's like really it's crazy. 
quote unquote every week thing. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. most times, like yeah. I, we really want to make make sure to like not miss. Like, yeah, we are. Life really gets in the way, but like hopefully, you know, we continue to be consistent and. As always, like, just thank you guys for taking the time out of your hectic day to listen to our crazy. (laughs) Like, it's really crazy. Like, people, like, you guys don't understand. Like, y'all really put your headphones in. And you say, I'm going to listen to these stuff. Stuff my sister says. Like, that's really wild. Like, you guys are the real, like, our real ones. Yeah. Yeah, because you really don't have to listen. You really don't have to listen. Like, (laughs) but we appreciate you anyway. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, yeah. Bottom of our our hearts. Like, we're cheesing OZ right now. Yeah. I think you guys can feel it. Yeah. Because, but again, thank yeah. you, Kenna. Thank you for everybody that listens. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Share like, it. share. If you like what you're hearing, share, share it. And throw it out into the universe. And listen, make your mom listen to it, your grandma, your, yeah. your father. I don't care. Put it on. You know what I really want? I want Thanksgiving to come around. And I want, instead of those boring Christmas carols, put an episode of ours. Put an episode of thought-provoking hmm. hmm let's see if we can let make... me really shake up this thanksgiving dinner let's make it let's see if we could do something like cool for the holidays we'll see oh my god like that's six months from now who knows six where will our podcast, podcast be, be in six months in the ground <laughs> no, hell no okay okay well, yeah yeah, yeah we're now in. we're dragging it okay. okay so kiana sign us out right because <laughs> i'm always the signer out or a signer outer at Signer outer, whatever. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please leave a review like Kenneth, Zoe, and Tony. And yeah, we'll be sure to shout one of you guys out next week. Don't forget to follow our socials at Stuff My Sister Says Pod on Instagram. And we'll be back with a new episode next Tuesday, I guess. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. <gasps> Not us saying next Tuesday and the new episode's coming. Thursday. Oh wow, I'm embarrassed. Okay, well, we'll see you next Tuesday. We hope you enjoyed this week of two episodes. And yeah, we'll see you. It's going to be a quick turnaround. Right, we'll see you in the next one. Yeah, see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.